Garage Logic, broadcasting live from the office of the mayor above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. Featuring the rookie on production, Chris Reavers, vice president of social media, and John Height in the newsroom. Now, the fireworks commissioner, flashlight king, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. What a day, huh? 82. I want to get to something right away because Garage Logic is rededicated to a new theme. Push back. Oh, I hope so. I got this note from Anthony Boone. I was made aware that you spoke about the Patrick Henry name change situation in Minneapolis. I am part of an alumni group trying to preserve the name. As you know, the kids from the Change the Name group have multiple media interviews on WCCO, KMOJ, and Star and Tribune. We have tried with no luck to be able to share our view on what is going on with the process and why the school name should stay the same. Would it be possible to get an interview on your show to explain our side and share our view? Call them right now, Rook. Uh, here is what I had to say at the meeting you spoke about last week at Patrick Henry. I posted it on the Save the Name group Facebook page. Also, rather than read it to you, I want to bring uh, Anthony Boone uh, on the line with us. Hi, Anthony. Hello, how are you doing? Pretty good. Will you tell me your family's background in history on the north side, please? Uh, my family uh, was one of the first families to move uh, north side of Broadway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they lived in the Camden area uh, near around 50th and Irving James area. Yeah. Is this and, going back uh, to the 20s now? Yes. Okay. Yes. My grandmother was uh, part of the first class of Patrick Henry in 1937. All right. And and the rest of your family has gone there as well? Yes. My father graduated in 65, myself in 87. I've had two sisters that have gone there, uncles, aunts, just do you have kids? Do you have kids, Anthony? Yes, I do. I have two. Are they uh, high school age yet? Uh, one, no. One's an adult and one's a, a nine-year-old. So, okay. No. Uh, <laughs> did did your adult kid go to Patrick Henry? No, no. All right. No. Tell me, no. tell me about the group trying to preserve the name. Uh, the group called Save the Name, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, there's a Facebook page. You just search that. Uh, we're over nine hundred strong. Um, just trying to, we basically just found out about this last month mm-hmm. or basically in March. Mm-hmm. So, uh, this movement has been together since about August, September All right. on the other side to change the name. And, uh, basically we were kind of blindsided by this, mm-hmm. tell you the truth. So we're doing everything we can to try to save it and, you know, work with the principal, the site council, and we're just getting blocked on every turn. They just won't listen to us. I take it you're not traumatized by the name Patrick Henry. No, no, not no. <laughs> I, I've done some history. I actually had to, you know, look back and kind of make sure I knew what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, no, I, I feel like this guy. We wouldn't be where we're at right now without him mm-hmm. and people like that. You know, yeah. And I and I don't endorse sli- uh, slavery at all. Well, of course not. But, but uh, no, uh, that's just the way you know the way it was right there. You know, at then. But I looked at this man is totally different. Mm-hmm. He tried to, you know, abolish slavery to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. You know, he did the best he could at the time, mm-hmm. is the way I look at it. And um, so that that's my opinion on it. And you're an African-American guy. Yes. Why are you so reasonable? 
I'm not going to say I'm not going to put myself in a box like that. I just try to say, uh, think of things uh, from the inside out mm-hmm. and uh, try to make the best uh, judgment that I can, uh, you know, based on the facts that I have. Are there many uh, black alums who share your feeling? Yes, there actually are. Um, the problem that we're having is uh, there's a lot of people that are scared to say anything. Well, for Pete's sake. Well, you got to push back, no. and that's what you're doing. You uh, yeah, you, well. you spoke, I'll read a paragraph that you spoke uh, last week. With the climate of our society now, I would hope the school that I graduated from, the community and alumni, would all come together. I am hurt and saddened of the state that the school is in now, if the site council does decide to change the name. Unity should be the last thing the school should be named after. The one thing I see being created from this process is a culture of divide. You, you, I, I'm with you. I, I'm not naming the school Unity or Love or Butterfly Wings or whatever the hell else <laughs> these people are coming up with. Uh, Patrick yeah. Henry is a very serviceable, honorable name. And I, I said that the kids would be better served if you had a seminar over there for those kids and got to learn who Patrick Henry was. Yeah. When you, um, were, well, when you know, were in school. I'm not going to beat up on the kids so much. I'm not going to beat up on the kids so much yeah. because. I feel like they're being misguided by some outside, uh, some outside interventions. <laughs> some groups on the outside are basically influencing these these kids, and they just don't have all the facts. And you know, we, you and I, we were sixteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, one, you know, at one time. Mm-hmm. And you kind of take, you know, your peers or your adults, the, the educators. You take, you know, you take them for their word. You mm-hmm. know. It's it's a gospel to these kids of what they're hearing. What's so, next for What's uh, next for your group? Um, well, the, there's a site council meeting on. I want to say the seventeenth is when they're going to make their decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're trying to to get to be able to sit down with them and and present because the last presentation, uh, basically, the students were able to talk. They spoke for, I think, about an hour, hour and a half, mm-hmm. and we got about 15 or 20 minutes, and our side was broken up, our time was broken up to about three minutes apiece. Mm-hmm. So we, we really haven't had a say in anything. So, you know, the site council, we're, we're really scared that once it gets through the site council that it goes through superintendent, the, uh, the school board, and we think it's almost done then, you know, when it gets to that point. Okay. You- um, there's, they do have support. You say you, have, you say you have nine hundred members roughly in the Save the Name yeah. group. Why don't yeah. all nine hundred of you show up at that site meeting? At that meeting that's, of the site committee? That's what we're going to try to do. I'm going to try to rally, you know, rally the troops and and somehow get heard. Mm-hmm. You know, we pay taxes over there. Uh, yeah. People pay taxes, and we and we don't have a say in what happens with the name. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Unfortunately, uh, we live in some strange, strange times. Uh, your yep. your your views are that history should be learned from rather than erased. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Well, because um, okay, I, I have a nine year old daughter. Mm-hmm. In twenty years, I want her to know what happened in the past. Mm-hmm. I want our future generations to know what happened, so we don't make the make the, the same mistakes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just common sense to me. What do you do for a living? Uh, I do real estate. Okay. Well, Anthony, you certainly have the support of Garage Logic. I don't know what we can do. Uh, the types of people well, who want to change the name of the school would not necessarily be listeners to this program. Yeah, I would just like to say one one other thing. Thank you for having me on air. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And I would uh, 
put this out that the other schools like Edison, Jefferson, you know, uh, any of the named schools, if their alumni and people could support us, because if this happens at Patrick Henry, it could happen to your school too. Well, there's a, I'm getting wind of a movement in St. Paul uh, to change the name of what used to be Monroe High School. I think it's, I don't think it's a high school anymore. I think it's Monroe Help me, Rook. Is it Monroe Linwood Elementary? Now? I believe that's what it is. I'll look it and, up. And uh, I guess there's kids over there that are, that are being traumatized by uh, by uh, James Monroe. <laughs> so <laughs> I got to look at that one too. Uh, will you Will you please uh, email me or call me and and uh, let us know how it goes on the 17th? And I'm really hoping yeah. that you can get your 900 members to show up. I'm passing your okay. name off to Jay Coles as well. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He might Thank give you, you a buzz I, and do something. Okay, thank you. I really appreciate your time. All right, thanks, Anthony. Thanks, bye. Uh, Got to push back. This is how it starts. And then, but look at he, Joe. He said something extremely important and key. A lot of people aren't saying anything because they're nervous, what afraid. They, what, what, what's to be afraid of? That's what I don't understand. He's a black man. What is he? What is somebody going to tell him? He's what? What has he got to be afraid of? You'd be surprised. Uh, the the attention that he's going to get by he saying he is a proud hey, yeah. black graduate of Patrick Henry eighty seven. Nice His dad went age. to Patrick Henry. His grandmother was in the first class of nineteen thirty seven. What does he? I'm not suggesting that he's personally frightened. Obviously, he's not because he's speaking up. But what are people? What are they? So you're going to get called something by a euphorian? That means you got to stand up taller and push back. Who cares what these euphorians think? And that's why this is time for so many, uh, you know, teachers, um, union people, uh, all sorts of people like that that have been afraid to raise their hand and say, I disagree. This is the time to do it. Push back. Well, and we're finding that in so many. Uh, the, the, the stories from the failed academy have led us to this notion that there's so many areas in life where people just have to push back say this is enough stop stop your bs this is this is insanity it, it doesn't make any sense at all the, uh, these there's probably very few 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 students at patrick henry who've even bothered to try to read or understand who patrick henry was right It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. We had a nice opener Friday out at Charlie's on Pryor. You we'll go back there, that's for sure. Did you, guys ever, did you guys ever leave? Well, was Reavers there till about one a.m.? Pretty much, I left. Mm-hmm. See, I did leave. Uh, they were so nice to us, mm-hmm. um, and the, the weather was so perfect. And I had a like eight minute drive home. Yeah, that's true. You live in the area. I better stick around for just, you know, just one. Mm-hmm. Just one more. Mm-hmm. What a great spot, though, in all honesty. If you live in that area, they're, because they're the only spot on the lake that's not a house. Mm-hmm. Right. What a cool place. Oh, man. Uh, Billy up in Aiken said, here's a first. Cedar Lake and the garage door both opened on the same day. Nice. You know and what it, I forgot to mention? Hmm. Speaking of Charlie's, I, I apologize, Joe, but uh, they did the uh, the garage sale you know, beer grab, you, you paid three bucks and you oh, got yeah. to reach it. Do you know what they used? I don't. They had a giant canoe. Really? Filled with beer and ice. So that's what you reached in for. Really? It was cool. It was really cool. I forgot cool. to even look for that because we were not, of course, drinking while we were on the air. No. 
Uh, uh, Stuart writes, Joe, I need a ruling, you being a professional golf ball hunter. Is there a time limit a golf ball has to sit before you pick it up? I'm at my condo in Florida, and I walk the dog at dusk. I have found two balls at the edge of a small ditch in the golf course uh, and another one that crossed the road on the boulevard. No one is on the golf course at dusk. Loyal listener, Stu. Put them in your pocket, Stu. There's no time limit. Right, because whoever... That's common surface savings and loan. Whoever lost them is... uh Take the drop billy or whatever the name of that horse was. You give, you give the courtesy glance around. You don't see anybody. Boom. The right. Pro V1 in your pocket. Yep. Is it still rolling? Right. No, you don't yep. get to get one and rolling. <laughs> Open up that pocket right in. Roll if, right if in If they're here. rolling, you don't, uh, you don't have to do it. Uh, uh, Prius ruling. Chad in St. Cloud. Mr. Mayor, I'm requesting a ruling. I'm a prematurely gray, middle-aged male construction worker. I drive a Prius strictly for economic reasons due to the many miles I put on because of all the negative way Prius owners and their cars are portrayed on Garage Logic. I would like a ruling on whether I can, uh, whether I would be breaking a code by having a GL bumper sticker on my Prius. The GL sticker would stand alone without any other save the planet type stickers. Respectfully, Chad and St. Cloud. Uh, of course you may. Uh, we're honored. We had a, remember there was a Volkswagen that uh, used to go and said Euphoria. Remember years ago? No. Yeah, their license plate said Euphoria, and we yeah. had that person on the air. Oh, they but were, they had a GL sticker. They were they? a GLer, yeah. yeah. We uh, will still make fun of you for driving a Prius. Right. No, no, I, I know other people that do this. Uh, I know, well, <laughs> no, I know one other guy uh, that's driving a, a hybrid f- for those same reasons. Uh, puts on too many miles, and they're terribly economical. So, Chad, uh, we're proud to have you in GL, and uh, we're not going to hold the Prius against you. How's Got that? It? How's that? Plus, he would he would actually know how to work things like the defroster and right. He's know. not going with choppers right. and a scarf on right. because he can't uh, figure out how to work it uh, or it's broken. Oh, and then I'm uh, being urged by people to be aware of the death of the town dog Bruno. I saw that up in Longville, Minnesota. Yes, uh, died yesterday. Tragic uh, end. He walked every day into town uh, along Highway 84, and then I. Uh, but you know, the reporter for the Star Tribune did a nice piece on uh, the death of the dog uh, and did not... It's a reporter named Aaron Adler. And my suspicion is, is that would, you, would that be a female, do you think? E-R-I-N? Uh, that would be, E-R-I-N, I think, is female. Yes. Well, let's say it's a female. She had no idea. I. It's my suspicion. She had no idea who she was talking to in terms of the owner of this dog. Did you guys read the story? Yes. No. It was the. It's the two cycle. It's their version of two yeah, cycle. The, the the dog in GL is two cycle. Right. That just wanders just like this dog did. This is Bruno. It was owned by the Lavalley family, and quoted extensively in the story as Levi Lavalley. No yep. way. Well, he's a world champion right. snowmobiler. We've had him on the air before. He's a Red Bull guy. Mm-hmm. Was he's his... the one that did the the downtown St. Paul for the yes. Super Bowl? Yes. yes. Uh, more than 14 years ago, a stray brown puppy showed up at the Lavalley family's home. They decided to keep him named him Bruno. They tried to keep him contained. He he wanted nothing of it. He was a very social, social animal. See, this is the way dogs used to be. Right. I, I'm not going to go into my theory again. I've given it to you many times. I know it. The world was a better place when dogs were not on leashes. Better for the world, better for the dogs, no urban wildlife. I could go on and on. Uh, so, in, in any event, the reporter writes about this, a, a fun story, and uh, 
uh, on Sunday morning, Levi Lavalley, that's Larry Lavalley's son, received a call from his mom that Bruno had been hit, and they went out to pick up Bruno. And oh. A local woman contacted them saying uh, she had struck Bruno and felt horrible. The family said they assured her that they knew it was an accident. Just imagine this. There's not even going to be a lawsuit. <sighs> not even a lawsuit. Right. Levi Lavalley uh, recalled that residents were skeptical of the uh, dog when he first started ambling through town, but then they soon saw how gentle he was. Uh, Levi believes the love people had for Bruno motivated him to stay around for nearly 15 years despite old age and arthritis. Mm. He even hobbled into town in the winter. Right. And he had stops he'd make. <laughs> of course he does. You know, dummy. Uh, according to his Facebook page, Bruno was buried on his family's property. Uh, he's been a pretty incredible dog, Levi LaValley said. It's hard to even fathom that it's real, the life he lived. And that's Levi LaValley. Uh, who, yes, we have had on the air, and he is a winter X Games notable. He's, he's jumped across San Diego Bay. Uh, he's a uh, world-renowned snowmobiler, still lives up in Longville, apparently, and that was his family's, uh, Bruno was his family's uh, dog. Forgive me, I know you mentioned it. How, how old was Bruno? 15. 15. 15. 15 or 14, let me double check. Man. Uh, 15. You know where he, you know what Bruno knew? Hmm. He knew where the stuff was. Oh yeah, yeah. That's just like Two Cycle hangs out all day in garage. Yes. Mm-hmm. Nobody he, even knows who owns Two Cycle. No, and he gets scraps. He's well fed, but he two, walks. Two a lot. Cycle does not have an owner. It's the town's dog. I'd like to know that story behind Two Cycle, though. Just just where where he cut his teeth, where he where he said. And you know I, what? Well, I love the 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 one eye that's dark, so it looks like it has a patch. <laughs> <laughs> I love that part. It's not it's not a patch. It's just a. One eye is white and one like eye is dark, yeah. and, and it looks like a, a patch. So uh, here's another emailer telling me to check out the death of Bruno. I just did, owned by the Lavalley family. Uh, in uh, apparently, Hollywood. I'm being told by loyal listener Terry that um, Boyd Hoopert from Care Eleven did a story on Bruno a couple of years ago. Really? I, I'm going to post this to the GL page. All right. I think I remember that. All right, uh, Boyd. Uh, is John Height with us? Uh, yes, he's here today. Uh, okay, let's get him. It's the seven five. Commencing garage logic segment number three. Uh, Kathleen writes, I am in the group with Anthony to save the name of Patrick Henry. The group that wants to change the name is bullying the students, and that is why there is fear. Anthony himself was called Uncle Tom at the site council meeting last week. This group does not listen, and the principal, who is supposed to be neutral, has not been. God, these people are stupid. Got a spineless principal of Patrick Henry? You know what you are, you people who want to change the name of Patrick Henry? You're just stupid. You're dummies. You're just... Hey, dummy. You're just stupid. Here's John Height in the newsroom. If they walked in the room here, I would say, what's up, dummy? (laughs) Thanks, Joe. Sunny and 82 degrees. The Twins now move on to play the Cardinals in St. Louis after taking three out of four from the White Sox in Chicago. Two games in St. Louis. Wednesday's a day off. Then they'll travel to the West Coast to play the Angels. Uh, The Cardinals, by the way, will be without their very good catcher, Yadier Molina. Did you guys see what happened to Yadier? Took one right in the uh, swimsuit area, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Uh, It actually was a foul tip. They figure it was going about 102 miles an hour when Mm -hmm. it caught him. Oh! uh, Full square. Wasn't he wearing a cup? 
cup? Well, I'm sure he was. I got sure news for you, pal. That's not enough. That's, that ain't going to stop anyone. I don't know. He uh, is back home after oh. undergoing surgery Saturday night. He suffered a traumatic hematoma. I bet. After that foul tip hit him in the eighth inning against the Cubs, he was placed on the disabled list. It didn't list. hit him in the eighth inning. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's his name for it. Yeah. <laughs> placed him on the disabled list Sunday. The old eighth inning. <laughs> He'll uh, miss at least a month. His brother, Benji, who used to be catcher in the major leagues, told the Post-Dispatch that Yadier was walking by Sunday. Benji said, slowly, slowly but walking. and hunched over. Yeah, oh. Right. Now, I told you guys I saw this in person. Uh, I believe the pitcher's name was Mike Parrott, mm-hmm. uh, pitching for either Oakland or Seattle at Metropolitan Stadium, took a line drive right in the boys. Oh. And he had, was taken off in a stretcher. Well, the yeah. you know you'll see this you know in town baseball you'll see it once in a while and and th- there is some comedic relief to it but not in this case no, you could here, tell no. he was he seriously was in, injured he was in a no. lot of pain yeah. Yeah. has he spoke did he speak yet in a different voice right. yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling a lot better uh, Star Tribune reporting go for basketball coach Richard Pitino appears to be filling his last assistant coaching spot with Wichita State's Kyle Lindstedt. Lindstedt, who was the top recruiter for Shockers coach Greg Marshall, is working on finalizing a deal at Minnesota this week. Uh, we did post that video that we were talking about, Bruno the dog. Mm-hmm. First of all, that Boyd Hoopert can tell a story. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's, he's pretty uh, good. He's also, good. Uh, Bruno was no dummy. You know where his first stop was every day? The meat store? The deli. The deli? <laughs> He also has a statue in Longville. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. And it's been up there, what, they said two years at that point. So yeah. and this four was a couple, years? This was a couple years ago. Yeah. Uh, news notes from today. A Blaine after-school activity bus driver is facing 15 separate charges in Anoka County relating to an incident in February where authorities claim she was driving erratically, using her cell phone, distracted by students, and not paying attention on the road. Oh, that's good. 39-year-old Brenda Lee Karsten is facing those 15 charges. I won't go through the whole list, but a few of them. Endangerment of a child using a wireless communication device to compose, read, or send electronic messages while in traffic. Making a personal cell phone call while operating a school bus. Reckless driving. Careless driving. A list goes on and on. All are misdemeanors with the exception of child endangerment, which is a gross misdemeanor. Karsten's first court appearance. June 6th, the safety director at Lorenz Bus Service confirms she is no longer employed. Well, the state of Minnesota, you know, as hard as they are in people like this, they'll give her at least six months. Mm -hmm. You think that much? It's it's a joke. It's an absolute joke. There's There's absolutely no penalties for these people. And you wonder why everybody on the road is texting. Because there's no punishment. What I love is the sign, right, about 500 yards from here, there's a school bus, uh, Lot yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> wanted drivers. No, no experience, experience necessary. Yeah. Oh a woman's death in her home in Bloomington is being cons- uh, considered suspicious, and another woman now is in jail in connection with the case. Police said today they were called shortly after 8 o'clock last night to the residence in the 8100 block of 12th Avenue South and found the 69-year-old victim there. Deputy Police Chief Mike Hartley said his department intends to release more about the case today once the victim's family has been identified. But as I said, they do say they do have one person in custody in connection with that death. President Trump suggesting today that angry Democrats on special counsel Robert Mueller's team could face legal action over what he called alleged conflicts of interests. He tweeted, the 13 angry Democrats in charge of the Russian witch hunt are starting to find out there's a court system in place that actually protects people from injustice, and just wait till the courts get to see your unrevealed conflicts of interest. 
The president did not provide proof of any alleged conflicts, although CNN has reported that several members of Mueller's team have donated to Democrats. Russia's meddling in the 2016 election also has been the subject of several Republican-led congressional inquiries. Mueller, of course, a Republican who was appointed by President George W. Bush. The man who appointed him as special counsel, Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein, was appointed by President Trump. The president also weighed in on other matters this morning in a long string of tweets. Lava and hazardous fumes are still what? What are they still doing? Spewing. Spewing. Thank you very much. On Hawaii's Big (laughs) Island today, four days after the Kilauea uh, volcano erupted. Is this our fault? Is this America's fault? They they are, of course, a state. Is this our fault? Is this a global warming I don't know if we've seen blame yet. I haven't seen anything uh, Hmm. to indicate that. Well, I was talking to someone uh, today, and they basically said the worst part about it is you can't, you don't remove lava. Yeah. You know, well, once I guess it hardens, it stays, there, it's, huh? it stays. It's not like, you know, ash from a volcano yeah. you can try to get rid of, but this this stuff's just going to stay. Have you guys seen the uh, the stuff that rolled downhill onto the Mustang and covered the Mustang? No. I did not see that. Covered in seconds, literally. Uh, wow. Just covered the Mustang. Hmm. And so it's obviously a Is this on the big island? Uh, is Kilauea? No, I don't, I don't know, to tell you the truth. Right. I don't know my Hawaiian geography. Uh, big Islands, Kilauea. Yes, it's a big island. All right. Yep. Well, this happened on an episode of the uh, the Paw Patrol, and I know <laughs> all they did was they chopped down the the trees, the banana oh, trees, yeah. and that like made allowed break. the lava then to flow into the ocean. Huh. So oh. maybe we should call those guys. And okay. Get it done. Paw Patrol. Yeah, that sounds mm-hmm. like a good plan. Mm-hmm. By this morning, thirty five structures, including at least twenty six homes, had been destroyed, according to Hawaii Civil Defense. <laughs> Authorities are pleading with tourists and sightseers to avoid the Leilani Estates neighborhood. That's where lava and fumes are seeping through giant cracks in the ground. The civil defense said this is not the time for sightseeing. You can help tremendously by staying out of the area. The uh, volcano erupted first Thursday, ascending molten rock and high levels of uh, sulfur dioxide into the air. He's <laughs> okay. Does this, I mean, there's a, there's another example. You know what this of, is? This is nature. Nature. Mm-hmm. Now, you're not stopping it either. No. Uh, Ray's Amanda, the longtime face and voice of Menard's television commercials, died yesterday at the oh. age of 91, according to a Facebook post from his son. So not four years ago. Not four years what ago. What was the guy's name? Ray Zamanda, S-Z-M-A-N-D-A. Ray Zamanda. Yes. Uh, he had worked he, for a while, though, right? He had, no. Uh, quite a good sport. Uh, when I was at the other station across the hall here, mm-hmm. uh, he used to do uh, little segments with us. Uh, on various things. Tell me that was with Van. It was a Van thing. Of course, that is so Van Patrick. We'd play, he'd play games with us, game show kind of things, hmm. and various things. Got it. Uh, his was voice, he a local guy? Uh, he lived in Wisconsin. Wisconsin, yeah. yeah. Uh, his dad was the, uh, the, Charles Amanda said, my dad was the Menards guy on Menards TV commercials for over two decades. Uh, his voice, of course, will forever be attached to the slogan, uh, save big, big money at Menards. Phil Collins is headed out on tour for the first time you in a long time. Did he use that when he went into like uh, you know the 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 big steak restaurant? Yeah, mm-hmm. Ray, the uh, the Menards guy. You know, he seemed like a, I've seen a couple of interviews with yeah. him when he was alive, yeah. and he did seem like he just had a great sport with it and yeah. didn't take himself yeah. too seriously. Is that all he did for a living? Because that, that's pretty uh, limited. You know, I, I couldn't he was, answer for that. He was a voice guy well, all, okay. before all of that. So I bet he's got more money than all of us put yeah. together. I'd like to do some more of that voice work. Yeah. yeah. Phil Collins is headed out on tour for the first time in a long time. He will stop here. The 67-year-old in the air tonight and Sue Studio singer will play Target Center in Minneapolis October 21st. Can he sell that out still? About three quarters of the way through the 15-city run. I think he will. Yeah? I think he will. Okay. Uh, tickets go on sale May 15th. Prices anywhere from $53 to $278.
dollars. I think I could skip that one. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind Phil, but I I wouldn't send money to see him. Let's Speaking put it that, that way, we had the the what's his name at U.S. Bank Stadium. Did the reviews come in? Was the sound better? Because weren't they supposed to upgrade a bunch? Kenny of the, Chesney. Yeah. 48,000 people? Yeah. I was downtown before the show started. You you would have thought there was 200,000 people going to that show. Hmm. They were all over the place. It was uh, the only review I saw didn't really say much about the sound, to be truthful. Oh. <laughs> like I say, I could, I could skip this one. You know, when I was working over in my stew stew studio. Oh, my God. <laughs> is Dave Dahl available? Yes. Let's uh, do that when we come back. Okay. Cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. Here's Dave Dahl. Thank you, Joe. We're up to 82, heading for a high today of at least 85 degrees. May get a little warmer than that. A nice little west breeze at 12 miles per hour. Our uh, dew points are pretty low. They're still in the lower 40s, but they're going to start to creep upward later on tonight. It's going to be a mild night tonight. Low temperatures probably only dropping down to the upper 50s, maybe around 60 for the overnight low. Tomorrow, mid-70s for highs. There will be some showers, maybe a thunder shower late in the afternoon or the evening hours. Better chance overnight and into Wednesday. That's going to hold our highs in the upper 60s on Wednesday. Thursday, mid to upper 60s for highs still. And then Friday and Saturday, another little system comes in, drops our temps a little bit more. Upper 50s for both Friday and Saturday, the fishing opener. But for Mother's Day on Sunday, 66 for the high then with some sunshine. Going for a high today of 85. Right now we're at 82, Joe. All right. Uh, Minnesota uh, State Senator Dan Hall, Republican, mm-hmm. out Burnsville, Savage Way. Yep. Uh, I was unaware of this story. I do not believe it's been uh, covered in the local press. Apparently he was on Fox and Friends yesterday, and he has sponsored an amendment uh, here in Minnesota uh, he wants schools to display posters with the words, In God We Trust. Okay. And he, you can imagine he's getting some... Met with some resistance. Some pushback on that. Yeah, right. Two Democratic state senators, Scott Dibble and John Marty, are opposed to the bill. Uh, uh, Dan Hall said he uh, did so, uh, or sponsored the bill, in an attempt to help bring respect back to schools. I only assume that if you take these things out of government, if you take the things that are respectful out, you are going to put in something different, Hall said. We need to bring respect back to our country. Private funds would be used to pay for the posters. But Dibble and Marty argue that the posters could be viewed as offensive. To whom? The money in my wallet has to say, in God we trust. I think that's offensive, Marty said on the state Senate floor. John Marty... Well, he's a Grow lifer. Up. He's never done. Grow anything. up, John. Well, he, he can't. He's never done anything except be a politician. Gosh. Call him, Reeves. Is Reeves in there? He's here. Call he's John it. Marty's office. What is it really bother him to walk around with a, a couple of bucks in his pocket and, and the words "In God We Trust" on it? And why? What, what John, bothers really you, why? John? What, what's what, what's upsetting? I, about I don't it? know where I rest on putting the posters in schools which at this moment is neither here nor there i'm more fascinated by the fact that marty a lifer who's never done anything except be a politician is offended that his money has to say that i'll take your money john you've done a hell of a job taking ours right 
I'm wondering if Senator Hall would feel the same if students walked in and instead of the word God, the word Allah uh, would be on the posters, Dibble said. So, I'd be okay, yeah, because we want to promote that. The state Senate committee last Tuesday held an informational hearing on the bill. Hall said the pushback is just more evidence of an anti-faith movement in the country to suppress anything that is religious in any way and wipe it out is how he described it to Fox and Friends. Hall said God and country is no longer lifted up in a place of honor like it once was and in part it seems to be eliminated from our schools. There are those who are afraid to even bring up God and country in our schools. Among other critics, among them an atheist group, claimed the posters would violate the separation of church and state. Uh, you, you, knew, you, you knew they'd fire up the, always come the 59 right. Pontiac Hearst for that. It's not the state's business and it's not the school's business to be taking sides in this very personal decision, August Berkshire of Minnesota Atheist said. Minnesota already requires schools to display an American flag and to say the Pledge of Allegiance at least once a week. Uh, I don't know that Hall will get very far with this. Uh, I, I think his efforts are admirable, but he he's he's going against the stream on this. But I think it's I think I think Marty is just so full of B as in B S as in S. The money in my wallet has to say in God we trust. I think that's offensive, Marty said on the state senate floor, according to Fox News. I uh, left a message with Mr. Marty's secretary. Yeah, they are in hear. session I'm right sure, now. You're not going to hear from. Them. They will. Uh, that's all right. St. Olaf's Finest, huh? Mm-hmm. I saw him once in a bookstore there. I, I, I wonder if he was offended having to spend some money for a <laughs> sweatshirt or something. I wonder if he's offended that his alma mater has the word saint in it. What? Why? We got to get... Well, we did. We invited him on. I, I got to know why he finds that offensive. Forget the school posters. Yep. All right? Yeah, I'm more intrigued by the money. I, I, I want to know why Marty, who has no qualms whatsoever about taking as much of the public's money as possible and spending it on his fanciful ideas, Mysterian that he is, what, what does he find offense? Just a minute. I'm going to get out some money. I got a $10 bill here. Yeah, I right. can see that. Uh, where does it say, in God we trust? In God we trust? Is it on the... Back? I'm looking. Yeah, in God we trust. The United States of America, in God we trust. Well, that'll be a big fight to keep that on there. That's got to be in the sights of the Mysterians. I got a dollar. And see, I'm holding this money, this $10 bill. Yep. I'm not offended. No. It just doesn't offend me. You know why? I've never thought about it. And now that I'm thinking about it, I'm reaching the same conclusion. I'm not offended. Jim... Yeah, Joe, a uh, little municipal-owned liquor store north of St. Cloud. I better not say the town, but there's a sign on the road says, or on the wall says, In God we trust, all others pay cash. Yep, I, that's that's been around a long time. Thank you, Jimmy. That may be offensive to some, though. Yeah, that's true. I'm really glad you hurried me to that one, Reeves, because that was... I thought that was a great line. You've never heard that before? I guess I haven't. In God we trust, all others pay Everybody cash? Everybody else pay cash. That's as old as dirt. Oh, sorry. That was a pretty good line. Uh, Tom. Hey, Joe. Hi. I, th- I think I saw Jesus as a picture on a cash register saying, don't accept checks from this man. Sorry. It's not quite the same as the previous caller. Right. Listen, you know, I have little patience for either side in this, quite frankly. You know, I, it's such posturing 
to suggest this when you and I both know there are much bigger fish to fry. Yep. I mean, when we've got, what, 80% of students unable to read at their proper grade level, right. for instance. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the other thing, if, if we've got parents in this city, for instance, that can't raise their kids at age 14 to know you don't gang rape, some, gang rape somebody on Harriet Island, mm-hmm. what chance do we have? You know, put up any poster you want. Until we've got some laws that have some teeth behind them, we're doomed. Yeah. Thanks, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's that on one? Billy Boy. Bill? Yes. You're Hail on the here. flashlight thing. Hail you. Say, I just have a, I have a quick question. I think we need a ruling from the mayor on whether or not Bruno would be considered a GLA. Yes, let's let's make Bruno a great living American. The canine division. Because in dog's years, he was way over 50. 105. 105. He's a GLA. Thank you. Bruno, the town dog of Longville, Minnesota, is hereby declared a great living American. The same as Two Cycle, the Garage Logic town dog who has no specific owner. All right. And then is that is that official now? It's official. Woof. Bruno. Woof. Thank you. Woof. Bruno is the. Uh, that was three gavels. Great living American. Yeah. That was fantastic. Woof, woof. A frequent emailer, uh, Terry, wants to know if Marty is offended that his father and his brother are Lutheran ministers. Whoops. (laughs) I just looked up this little pipsqueak. He's been feeding at the public trough since 1986. He was born in 56, so he's been a senator since he's been 30. That's 32 years now. And he's offended that the words, in God we trust, are on his money. What a little twerp. Who are you fooling, Marty? What's he represent? Roseville area? Fadness Heights? 66? Uh, It's what district? 54. 54. John Marty? Isn't it sixty six? Well, then, the, then this, then the districts have changed since this was. Oh, they probably yeah, because I looked it up online. Yeah. He's getting gray hair. Yeah, he didn't have gray hair when he started. Everybody else has to pay cash. Mm-hmm. You're right, except John Marty. Man alive! I hope he calls us back. Fifteen hundred ESPN is KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis. So we'll, it's eighty two uh, degrees. Eighty two. You're telling me that's a motorcycle.